Welcome to Jumpstart Your Career podcast. If you're ready to switch gears and master an effective strategy for your career journey, you are in the right place. You don't have to struggle in your job interviews alone. You can use this podcast as a roadmap to navigate the roadblocks. This is a place where you can develop a new strategy, the self-confidence and skill to put yourself in the driving seat of your job interview. Your career journey is a marathon, not a sprint. I'm your host, Sandra Laws, career coach. Let's get started on today's episode. If you are someone who gets overwhelmed and not quite sure where to start when preparing for a job interview, then today's podcast is for you. I'm going to cover seven crucial steps you'll need to follow when preparing for your job interview. Hi everyone, welcome to Jumpstart Your Career. I'm your host, Sandra Laws, career coach from Purple Transitions Personal Growth. My mission is to guide you to job interview success and career fulfilment. Today, I'm going to cover the crucial steps at the pre-interview and post-interview stages. The interview checklist can save you time, reduce errors, reduce stress. A checklist is an effective productivity tool. For example, engineers, airline pilots and medical professionals rely on checklists to ensure all important safety checks have been completed before they perform important tasks. I'm going to start at the pre-interview stage. Number one, acknowledge the interview invitation and confirm your attendance. Now, email the employer to confirm you'll be attending the interview. As a hiring manager, I've wasted quite a bit of time waiting for candidates to show up for the interview as they've not notified us that they're not going to attend the interview And it's really frustrating because their time slot could have been offered to another candidate. Very often we get candidates who are offered an interview, but for one reason or another, they're unable to make that particular time slot. So if you have an interview and you know that you're not going to attend, contact the employee and let them know. Number two, plan your journey to the interview. As a hiring manager, we often had candidates who turned up late as they got lost. They couldn't find the building. And this happened to me in a couple of interviews where I wasted a great deal of time. I got to the interview location in plenty of time, but I couldn't find the building. It was a new building and I was asking a number of people along the route, but nobody knew where the building was. In the end, I contacted HR and they were able to provide me with guidance to get to the building. Now, if your interview is located at a large organisation, it's useful to do a dummy run of the route. Travel out to the interview location and get an idea where the building is. Number three, research the employer. I've covered the key steps in podcast number 10. There's also a link to a free checklist and template in the show notes. Number four, prepare questions to ask at the end of the interview. Now, the interview panel will normally ask you this question at the end of the interview, and it is, do you have any questions? And it's not a good idea to say, no, you've covered everything. I don't have any questions because it gives the impression that you're not really that interested in the position. 
Now, what you can do is ask some job-related questions. You can ask, is this a new post? How long has the position been vacant? You can ask what type of training you'll receive during the induction period. And an important question that often gets left off is, ask when they will make a decision on the position and how will you get contacted? There's nothing worse than attending an interview and waiting and waiting and not hearing anything. This has happened to me in the past where I've attended an interview and I've not heard anything for about a week. I remember one organisation, I contacted HR and they informed me that the hiring manager had gone on holiday. So I had a further two weeks to wait for a decision. So it's really important if you just ask them if they can let you know when they'll make a decision and how will they contact you? Will they telephone you? Will they email you? Number five, practice answering interview questions. You can compile all your interview information, get the job description, the person specification, your job application and your CV. Then read the job description and the person specification to make sure that you really understand what's required in the role. Review all your achievements or your skills to ensure you've prepared strong interview answers to demonstrate that your skills align with the criteria of the job description. You can also anticipate the type of questions you may be asked in the job interview. It's possible that you may have attended interviews for a similar job and you've got an idea of the type of questions you might be asked. Whenever I've attended an interview, once I got home, I would write down all the questions I was asked at the interview and I'll keep them in a folder for future reference. And the final thing you can do here is to set a daily schedule to practice answering the interview questions. Lots of practice in the days leading up to your interview. You can practice answering the interview questions with a friend or a family member. It's important to get feedback on how you come across. Now we move to post-interview. Number six. Send a personalised thank you email to the hiring manager after the interview. Find out the email address for the hiring manager from HR or the recruitment manager. And in the subject of the email, you could put the title of the role and the date of the interview. And step number seven, ask for feedback. Extremely important. I find that a lot of organisations don't offer feedback. And I found that I had to really be persistent in contacting, emailing the hiring manager for feedback. I just felt it was crucial to know whether or not I was on track or I was off track. Was there anything I needed to improve? What did I do well at in the interview? And that helps you to plan for your next interview should you not be successful at the interview that you uh, recently attended. Now, these crucial seven steps will save you time, reduce stress, and they'll really help you focus on the interview on the interview day. And they will ensure that you don't miss out on any steps. So that, in a nutshell, are the seven steps to follow in preparing for your job interview. Now we come to the quote of the week. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving by Albert Einstein. 
Keep on moving forward to your next job interview. You can share this podcast if you know of anyone who's been job searching for a while. I'd love to hear about your interview journey or your career journey. Email me at sandra at purpletransitionspersonalgrowth.co.uk and there'll be a transcript of this podcast on the website purpletransitionspersonalgrowth.co.uk Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Imagine having your very own career coach to help you prepare for your job interview and land multiple job offers. I have created the Success Interview Workbook. The workbook is based on my 15 years experience as a hiring manager. The 34 page workbook includes techniques on how to answer competency based interview questions, behavioural questions, example questions and answers, checklist, action plan. The workbook is for anyone who's struggling with answering competency interview questions or behavioural interview questions, anyone who's lost confidence after several unsuccessful interviews. Take control of your job interview. Go to purpletransitionspersonalgrowth.co.uk